This episode of Fucks Given is brought to you in association with our favourite intimate brand, Lalo. We actually do love Lalo. They have been giving us great toys since the beginning. I think Lalo was my first love for luxury toys. Mm, they were so good. I, I've got so many at home in my drawers and I use them all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> it's like if I want to insert something, I go for Lalo. Definitely. It's really important, isn't it, to have good quality sex toys because you need to be aware of the materials that you're putting down on your genitals. Yeah, I was always buying the cheap ones. And as soon as I got my first Lalo, I was like, whoa, this has changed everything. Why haven't I been doing this from the beginning? Yeah, we need to look after our genitals. Absolutely. For more information and to explore your own sexual desire visit lalo.com thank you lalo thanks lalo i'll be seeing you tonight <laughs> you're listening to fucks given the one where we interview rakaya Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionize the sex space, break down barriers, and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. My lovely, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay, so my name is Rakaya. Um, I'm a sex positive writer and speaker. Woo. And yeah, I'm just here to challenge the stigmas when it comes to sex and not only sex, but when it comes to sexual health specifically, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to STIs. Yeah, nice it's such one. an important topic as yeah, well yeah. because I just think, especially in the sex positive community, we like to talk about all the fun aspects of sex, but sometimes we miss out the important things that really affect our health. So exactly. true, STIs are rife and everyone gets them, yeah. yet we still don't talk about it as openly as everyone just getting them and it's, it's pretty bloody normal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I am actually STI plus, so I actually have herpes. And I was diagnosed with herpes in 2015. Oh, thanks for so, sharing and being honest. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so it's been like, it's been a journey. It's been a journey in terms of dealing with it and being very open about it and confident and just trying to tell other people that it's really not that bad. Like, it's normal. Because mm -hmm. not talking about it makes it bad. And you think mm -hmm. that you're a horrible, evil person for contracting it. And oh my God, woe is me. Exactly. Especially when it comes to the stigmas. Especially as a woman as well. Having a STI is like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, what do you do now? Instantly think mm -hmm. like, yeah, you're a slut. Yeah, Instantly. exactly. Exactly. Mm. There's nothing wrong with being a slut. Nothing wrong. No way. <laughs> it's like we're bringing that word back. Yeah. We're sluts and proud. Oh, exactly. hell yeah. <laughs> No, but I was going to chime in and say that I've I've had genital warts. Mm. I'm sure I've had some other stuff as well. Chlamydia. I've, yeah, I've definitely had chlamydia. Yeah, I had chlamydia. I had chlamydia up my ass. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. How? 
(laughs) (laughs) you know how you know how (laughs) yeah from anal sex from a really bad experience of anal sex as well so it wasn't even like it was worth it it was like doubly bad yeah it was just like really painful and like i didn't even really want it to be happening so and then the guy blamed me he was like oh you gave me chlamydia and i was like you definitely gave it to me otherwise i wouldn't have it up my bum exactly (laughs) exactly literal cunt it's like it's clearly it's it's clear that he didn't know how to deal with the situation because people don't talk about it enough and he Mm. just went oh push the blame on someone else to make me feel better yeah yeah Yeah. so i have to ask you what do you think about the stigma around your sex number your count Uh, i think it's bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i think it's bullshit i don't even know my um body count at the moment i really don't know and i just feel as if people shouldn't be counting. Mm-hmm. I don't, cause I don't know what it, what kind of value it adds to someone. I don't know what it would change. If you find out that somebody has slept with a hundred people, what does that change in terms of, you know, you being in a relationship with them? It doesn't change anything because I think society just loves to, especially when it comes to women, I don't know. I feel like society is so obsessed with our vaginas. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like they're so obsessed with what we do with our vaginas. And so they place so much value in it, but it's like, you can't single out something and call that somebody's value. A person's value is, is them as a whole. So when when people talk about body count, they always attribute it to like a, some, a person's value. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand it because I just don't understand what that changes yeah. between me and the person. Yeah what's that gonna do yeah because it's either like a high number could either mean like you're really super experienced or you're like a lad and then like a low number for a guy would be just like you're super inexperienced and no like no like why would anyone want to be with you Mm. you're just like not not with it and then if you have a low number and you're a woman it's like super great because you're basically untouched yes stereotypes yeah exactly (laughs) pure virginal yeah fuck number one the last fuck the last time i fucked was over a year ago (gasps) wow interesting yeah yeah it was yeah it was last year january Mm -hmm. and it was over the course of two days it was two guys i like to consider these two guys to be my last two fucks because it was one after the other okay yeah so they were like regular partners and I, I think I was seeing them for a couple of months. And if I'm seeing somebody for a couple of months, it's because, you know, the sex is really good. Yeah. So it was it was a really good end to my, I would say my sexual activity because that's when I decided to go celibate afterwards. Oh, oh. wow. Interested. Yeah. I cannot wait to hear more. Yeah. So I've been celibate for a year and yeah, two, three months now. And it's been an interesting experience because it's very different to what I'm used to. Like before, like if two weeks went past and I haven't Mm. had sex, that's like, oh my God, what's going on? Obsessing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I spent a lot of my spare time with like men or like in the company of men rather Mm. than on my own. Mm -hmm. So I I feel like that's what I had to do now. And it's really helped because I feel like during this time, I figured out what I like to do in terms of like my passions and stuff. I've found other other ways to like preoccupy my time and stuff and i don't really think about it anymore as wow, well wow that's yeah. so cool do you masturbate yeah, yeah i do yeah <laughs> yeah i do a lot <laughs> but surprisingly <laughs> i thought i'd be doing it a lot yeah like, like really like a lot but it's not even that much as well 
that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen often. Were you a sex positive writer before you decided to turn celibate or? No, not really, no. I oh. hadn't, I hadn't really, you know, been doing it. Well, I would say I was doing a little thing with my friends and this was online and we were writing and stuff, but not like I took it to the point where this is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to be consistent with. So yeah. it wasn't until after I became celibate that I realized that this is what I wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. Was it because of the last two fucks that you suddenly decided? Oh no, they were actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get yeah, some actually... juicy detail. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually really good. Like it's nice when you meet guys who actually take time when it comes to your body and stuff and yeah. i'm really big on oral sex as well mm. and because a lot of guys don't like to give oral sex i don't understand that mm. they just don't come on. do it enough exactly it's the bare minimum come on like <laughs> don't even do that i and mean it's it, people in general people in general with oral sex it can be tricky yeah like, women don't like to give head a lot of the time it's all uh, sorry, I'm trying to be true. trying to be equal here it's really hard because yeah. i want to shit all over men we can't do that it's not fair because women are yeah, just the, as yeah, equal there are shitty. a lot of women that are just like i hate giving blowjobs yeah. i love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's because that's because we sluts yeah yeah exactly exactly but it's all about giving pleasure isn't it and that's yeah. what makes it so sexy mm. i think yeah. people just get it into their heads they they focus on the object too much mm. and not what they're not the pleasure that they're giving that other person yeah, yeah and just losing themselves in it and, and it becomes very performative as well yeah absolutely all my blowjobs well actually they used to be back in the day like mm. fully porn blowjobs like yeah. eyes looking up big huge noises like yeah <laughs> like spit everywhere <laughs> gagging hard porn, porn blowjobs and you don't even like the gagging part you're yeah, like this yeah. is actually really uncomfortable but i'm like yeah i'm gonna gag so hard yeah. for you and your massive dick down my throat oh. and you're like <laughs> and then you actually nearly throw up yeah you start heaving on yeah. the penis <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake i used to do that all the time like film me film me i'm like oh yeah, mate I've still, got, I've still got a video as well and it's just oh my God. <laughs> do you do you return to it and was like damn i was good yeah yeah i'm not gonna lie because that's the one thing i've always said if i'm gonna record it has to be good because if oh, somebody yeah, leaks yeah. it in the future i'm not even worried about people seeing it what i'm worried is that whether i'm doing a good job or not like, yeah oh my god that's amazing <laughs> judging you in your mouth game <laughs> that's too funny Exactly. sorry to dig a little bit more but i'm very curious about celibacy mm -hmm. um what what made you decide that yeah i just i felt really exhausted like mm. you know when you just when it gets to the point where you feel like you're just seeing people because because you're just used to it it's just yeah. something that you're just used to yeah. like i don't know if you've ever gone on like a date and just felt like this was just a waste of my time. I could have been at home, <laughs> yeah. sleeping or watching something, just doing something yeah. rather than spending time with this person, like I'm their entertainer kind of thing. And that's how I felt. I felt like a lot of the times I was just kind of entertaining guys and I was just like, I need a break from this yeah. and I need to try something different. And for a long time, that was my sexual liberation, like yeah. casual sex and having multiple partners. Mm -hmm. But now I actually feel liberated as well sexually being on my own and not yeah. having anyone around like it feel it feels really good yeah is it a yeah. sort of a form of like self-love in a way yeah it is definitely and just taking time to focus on yourself mm. and figuring shit out as well yeah. yeah not for like ever searching for those like 
little moments of pleasure. Yeah. Just because I feel like when I used to go around having like lots of one night stands just mm. to sort of like continuously be having sex and not have any like huge dry spells like none of them were really that amazing or like mm. life-changing mm. and we're also taught from early from the get-go that you need to find someone to complete you and that's mm. the total opposite you need to be able to complete yourself yeah. before you can have true happiness it's that whole like well you're not in love with yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that's rubble. Rubble. <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't stealing that quote <laughs> i promise you it is RuPaul. It's going to be like TM RuPaul. <laughs> fuck two. The first fuck. Yeah, the first time was not a good time. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a really, really bad experience. I think mm. it's the first time I'm speaking. No, I, I think I wrote it on the... When I did the Pussy Pilots takeover, I yeah. wrote a... Uh, post on it yeah and um it was a night out and i was with a friend and i was drinking you know like when you're just doing back to back of this probably like because i'm a lightweight so it was like yeah five wine cups back to back like straight Mm -hmm. yeah you'd get fucked yeah and i was just it was just a blackout don't remember any of the night awful yeah yeah and then i wake up in some other guy's house like and no one is there (gasps) it's just it's the guy and it's another guy no in fact i wake up on the on the toilet you know when you flip it down and you sit down and the guy's in front of me with his dick like and i'm just like (gasps) oh my god like he wanted me to give him yeah like he wanted me to give him head i was like what are you doing what are you doing and then he was like yeah like we had sex last night this is not i was like what no, we didn't. And he was like, yes, we did. And then his friend was like confirming that we oh, had sex that night. That's horrible. Yeah. And I was like, where, where's my friend and stuff? And they said that how she left with another guy. So she oh, left no. me with these guys that I don't know. And when I told her, when I confronted her about it, she was like, yeah, like I put 10 pounds in your purse. And I said that you should get a cab and stuff. And I was just kind of confused as to why she would leave me with mm. yeah, guys that I don't obviously know. Obviously, really, really. If you're drunk. wasted, exactly. if you're that drunk, you don't look like, and like you don't look like you can make decisions. Was yeah, she was exactly. she as drunk as you and doesn't remember? Was no, she... oh no, she was. Fuck. She was. She was fine. She wasn't as drunk as me because you know, you know, you have people who when they black out, they can still kind, they can still say things. You know, they're not like yeah on the floor like. Mm-hmm. fainted i wasn't me. like that oh you're just I, completely gone. yeah people don't realize and i'm like oh, oh i yeah, remember yeah. last night it's like you were completely coherent and that's yeah. scary yeah that's what it was as well mm. that's what that's what she said that how i was as well that like i was talking to guys like you know getting yeah. guys numbers and stuff i don't even remember doing Whoa. that so scary isn't yeah it? yeah and so that happened that's literally how i lost like my virginity like i don't remember it oh that's at all. honestly horrible yeah. how, how have you learned to grow up and deal with that information it's just it took me a long time because the thing about sexual assault is that it takes a long time for it to digest within me mm. like it just kind of like goes over my head and i don't even at the time that it's happening i don't realize that it's serious and it's until yeah. i look back and i'm like oh my god like that was really really serious was, like so, non-consensual yeah exactly yeah. and i look back and i'm just like I can't believe that happened. I can't believe that's how I lost my virginity. And I had to, and I don't speak to that friend anymore. Mm -hmm. I think after like a year, year and a half or two years, even when I started realizing how 
bad that situation was and I don't blame her but to me as a friend I don't I don't like friends who leave no, their you friends ne- when they're never drunk. Never leave a friend. No. Yeah, or who just you know those ones where they kind of they they chastise you for being drunk, but they don't do nothing to help you yeah. as well. You know, you have friends like that who they just oh you were this, you were that, but it was like why didn't you help your friend? Yeah, yeah. you know, rather than doing that. And so I stopped talking to that friend as well and. I've just kind of just learned that that's it is what it is. That's what happened. We need to protect it. protect each other as well. Like th- these situations happen so often. Yeah. Girls need to look out for other girls because yeah. we can see when things like this are happening. Mm. We just need to make sure that we step in yeah. and do something about it. Yeah. The, the, it happens countless times with people that go out drinking, clubbing. Like you just get so, so drunk. Mm. And there's always those guys like lurking, like ready to take these really wasted girls home. Yeah, yeah it's total exactly. advantage. I've seen even at a work um, <sighs> Christmas party, I saw it. There was this woman in my office. She works upstairs and she was completely fucked. And there was this guy that was like, yeah, um, she's going to come with me. I was like, no, oh no. that's not going to happen. And then when people saw that I was shouting, that's when some guys came in as well and was you know, not allowing him to yeah. take her with him. And I was thinking that happens regularly. That's you close. Just, you just see a random girl and just take advantage. And a lot of the time it so is a, it's a type of guy that, yeah, that looks out for people like that. Maybe because they're, mm. they're, self-conscious they can't get girls normally but they yeah. will they Creeps. will be there waiting for yeah. completely drunk girls and they can get away with it yeah exactly always look out for your people as long as they're dry you know you might have an argument with them they might be hard to take home but at least you can never look back and regret not taking them home and looking after them yeah exactly fuck three the best fuck best experience hmm. I would say there's there's been quite a few actually that's good <laughs> yeah there's been there's been quite there's been quite a few uh the it's best, hard to choose the best one it I is think. actually hard because I'm thinking do I choose the best based on just how I felt or based on what the guy was doing because there was yeah. one particular person who our sexual chemistry was like oh my god like it was yeah on fire like (laughs) and this time this specific time that we had sex like it was so intense it you know when it's like intense to the point where like you were crying yeah yeah absolutely yeah it was like that it was like that it was like that it was and it was honestly one of the best experiences because i've never had that before and then there was another guy as well who just i felt like the way that he used to treat me and my body and stuff like that. He really took his time and helped me to learn new things about myself. I feel like he was also, I feel like every single time with him was a great experience, but- That's amazing. But yeah, if I had to say the best experience, it would definitely be that time that I was like crying to his Yeah, what happened to make that? It was like, I don't know, because we had a bit of a, it was a bit toxic because it was, the guy really pissed me off sometimes, but for some reason, <laughs> when it came to sex, it was like, oh my God, you know, you just forget those yeah, things. Yeah. And um, it wasn't even anything special. Either. It was just, it was just normal penetration. But for yeah. some reason, while he was penetrating me, it was just really intense. And we were looking at each other in the eyes like, wow. <laughs> and that's like, 
It's so good. It's so annoying as well because you actually think oh, like I'm crying. There's something wrong with me. Yeah, I'm broken. Exactly. And you're looking at me, probably thinking like, um, is she enjoying this? But a lot of the time, it is just great pleasure. Or you know, we're yeah. hormonal girls. Like sometimes yeah. shit just. Ha- I, I even remember when I was having sex and it wasn't even that great. And I was there like doing some weird doggy style. There's some really <laughs> fucked up film going on in the background. And I was just like, just, oh, we were watching like some horror or so- oh, something like. <laughs> I feel like that's a different sort of crying. Like the descent or I don't know. And I was like, I don't know. It was just, it was like the penis is making me cry, but not, it wasn't hurting me. It was just heavens open. I was just like, sorry, one second, one second. Yeah, that's the thing. And like, it wasn't, it wasn't like I was looking at him, like I loved him, but it was just, this feels so good. Yeah. That's what the tears were. Like the the feeling of pleasure was really really good yeah that i was just crying it's that like immense connection with people that you can get and it's all because of our like chemistry Mm. which i find so fascinating Mm. that like one person could be more attractive to someone than someone else Mm. yeah exactly or fit perfectly as well like everyone's genitals are different that's true and you could just find like the perfect key for the perfect lock yeah no that's how it felt like like you know when they just hit the right spot like yeah that that's how it was like with this guy definitely yeah that's so good good. (laughs) the heavens open you know <laughs> fuck number four. The fuck that changed me? This one was very, very difficult because I don't think I've had that fuck yet. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yet to come. I don't think I've Future had it yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't think because I was trying to think like, what, what actual sex have I had with somebody that just literally changed everything? And there really wasn't. I feel like I did have a sexual awakening at one point, but it wasn't to do with sex with a specific person. I just feel like one day I just woke up and I said, you know what, fuck this shit. Like I'm gonna fuck as many people as I want and I'm gonna do what I like and no one's gonna stop me kind of thing. Yeah. But I have yet to have that life changing fuck. Yeah, I feel like it's always some, it's, it's like an occasion where you learn something new about yourself that you're then gonna take away with you in the future. Like for me, it was like the fuck that I sort of got to experiment k- with kink a bit and like okay. learn about like new things mm. that I really like really turned me on. I never even knew that was like mm. a thing. And then I like from then took all those things into my sex life, into my like fantasies for like when I masturbate and just like everything in the future. Oh, wow. What about you? What would you say yours was? The the fuck that changed my life was probably the fuck with my boyfriend as of now, Mm. where we had sex, um, which was amazing anyway, but it was the nipple play afterwards and I had a nipple orgasm and I never knew that I could come from my nipples. And even then I still didn't really realize it was a nipple orgasm, but no one had paid that much attention to my nipples before. And it was just done in such a way. I was also really fucking stoned as well. So, I mean, it was like some out of body experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that, I think that probably changed the game. Cause I was like, perfect dick. Like he actually wants me to enjoy myself. It's just it was so perfect. Oh, and, yeah. and we could experiment with role play, like really uh, dark role play that I've always wanted to experiment with, but I'd never felt comfortable necessarily. Mm. And I, I did with him and that really opened my eyes. Oh, yeah. I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> see, I have no one. See, I would, I would like to probably meet somebody who I could 
try out some kink with or another fantasy of mine is doing like a threesome with like two guys yeah yes. i think all three mm. of us need that shit yeah, yeah. like i just want to be the center of attention mm. i just want them to just I, yeah imagine how amazing that would be exactly oh. wait what exactly. am i saying i've had a threesome with two guys have, have you? you yeah but it's i never <laughs> consider it like a, a proper threesome it's always like at sex party where i'm yeah. being fucked and then someone sticks their dick in them in my mouth mm. in their mouth so but i don't <laughs> consider it as a proper like we're in our own space and we're completely focused on yeah. each other not like threesomes mm. i've had with two girls it's so much easier i mean it's still hard anyway to get everything all organized but it's it's so mm. much easier to have threesomes with two girls because a lot of men still have some worries around the idea of of sharing with another man yeah it's it's like yeah. how does that how does that pairing work what if they're completely straight and they don't want anything to do with the other man yeah and they don't realize that you can just have sex you can look and even touch another man and still be completely straight mm. it's all about it experiencing and focusing the pleasure on the person that you are attracted to yeah exactly like even there was one time where i was actually organizing a threesome with two guys but (gasps) the guy that i was gonna do if he was straight he was gonna bring his other straight friend and the way that he was going on about it i don't know it was kind of just like they wanted to run a train on me it just didn't Uh, what do you mean yeah like they just it was just gonna be we're just gonna fuck you it wasn't gonna be like a group activity right where like and then when I was seeing another mm. guy, he was telling me how he was organizing a threesome with another girl, another guy, and that how they made a group chat together and they were telling her what they were gonna do to her and stuff. And they oh. were all, and I was like, that's how it's supposed to that be. That sounds and, really good. Yeah, and that's not how the guy did it. He was just like, yeah, I'm gonna bring my friend and we could do yeah, it. Yeah, when when you describe something like that, I always picture like the spit roast. Yeah. And just like a guy oh, yeah. behind and a guy in front and she's just kind of like taking stuff without yeah, exactly. really yeah. enjoying anything. Exactly. Oh man, I would enjoy that. Really? I mean, I, I do enjoy I that. W- I would enjoy that, but like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like if that's all they're gonna do, then yeah. nah. Yeah. I'm really intrigued by double penetration. Yeah, what do you mean? As in like two in one hole or one in the ass and one in the vagina one in the ass and one in the vagina yeah not two in how would two fit in what are you talking about have you never seen porn before how would two fit in one yeah two can fit in two can fit in what if no if two cannot fit fit in my vagina yeah yeah it can yeah Uh uh-huh yeah Yeah, no way (laughs) yeah I mean, you need a lot of prep. It's not like an easy slip in. Oh my God. I've never ever seen that on porn. I've seen two in an ass. What? Oh, no. No. I mean, you've seen the size of dildos. Like they make them for a reason. They're not just there for display. Yeah. How would you even (laughs) leverage two dicks in one vagina? I don't understand. Do you? But how would the guys have to be positioned for that to actually happen? That's the thing, the position. I don't know how it would work in terms of positioning. Fuck number five. The worst fuck. I don't... Okay, let me just go on and say. So I was... <laughs> <laughs> I was out on a night out. Actually, I went to a, a dinner party at my one of my old friend's ex-boyfriend. And then we all went out. Said, yeah, let's go out. And then we got drunk. And then they all wanted to go home. And I was like, oh, I want to stay out. So I was just stayed out on my own. I was in alibi and then Whoa. afterwards and then afterwards it closed and I went outside and then some guy was randomly speaking to me and then he was like, yeah, do you want to come with me to this? I'll, t- I'll take you to somewhere else. This was a risk, but yeah. I was like, fuck <laughs> yeah. it. And then- There's nothing went wrong with taking risks. Exactly, exactly. And it didn't, I didn't have a bad vibe either. So yeah. 
Go with your gut. Yeah, exactly. So he took me into his car and then he drove me all the way to this club called People's Club. It's closed now. Okay. And I had the best experience ever. Like it was so good. The music, everything. Like it was just such an amazing vibe. And then I just said to myself, yeah, I'm definitely gonna fuck this guy tonight. Yeah. And then we went back to his and <laughs> and then afterwards, like he, you know, we was undressing, we was kissing, it was all getting climatic. I was like, mm. yes, yes, it's gonna be great. And then afterwards he was about to put it in, but then he didn't have a condom. So he had to go all the way downstairs and yeah. buy a condom from the corner yeah, shop. Oh, no. Make them put a condom on. <laughs> yes, yeah. Don't, Don't let them get away with that yes. bareback. Exactly. And then he came back upstairs and then he put it in and I I didn't feel nothing. Oh no. And oh. I don't and I don't I don't wanna shame I don't like to penis shame or anything like that, but he had a micro um penis. He actually oh, had no. a micro penis. Yeah. And I've always been someone who I don't write off something until I've experienced it. Mm-hmm. But I just oh man, I just didn't feel like, nothing. He put me you in doggy. Up with anything else? Like he noth- nothing. He tried to put in my ass, but I just wasn't having it. <laughs> and then it, he put me in doggy as well and then he was obviously he was he was trying to, you know, at least compensate with the things and stuff like that. But I yeah. just good. But the penetration itself was just. Do you do you nothing. think it could have been his member, or do you think it could have been the fact that maybe you, you were drinking member recently? <laughs> Me- do you think member. it could have been his member? Throbbing member. <laughs> <laughs> good <Yeah>. word. <laughs> um, do you think it could have been alcohol or having a good time? Because sometimes I've had sex when I've been drinking. I actually hate having sex when I'm intoxicated yeah. or not sober because I feel nothing. Mm-mm. No, because it was it was it was definitely the the size. It was mm. it was. I think it was no longer than two inches, hard and stuff. Yeah. And honestly, I always, I never, I never like to write off men with small penises because I believe that there's so many different things that you can do in terms, and around this time as well, I didn't really know, like, you know, I we, yeah. there's other things we could do, you know, we don't have to do penetration. Yeah. That's not the mm-hmm. be all and end all to sex. Yeah. But this is a night out and- Yeah. Well, I feel like it's a little you know bit I mean? different when it's a one night stand. Yeah, exactly. Because you both have like such high expectations and it's hard to then, compromise exactly because it's like a one night thing exactly and that's the thing like and we had such a great night and that was just such an anti-climax like, yeah it was so anti-climatic like i just painful yeah and i just said to myself oh my god i, I didn't feel nothing this whole <laughs> night was going so great and then that happens and could, so it, could he tell did did you have a discussion about it afterwards no i was just very performative i was like oh yeah 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 and then oh no <laughs> faking it as well i faked oh. it i faked it oh my god i actually faked it kind it. of just makes it worse doesn't it <laughs> exactly. you're like oh my god you just feel embarrassed with yeah. yourself you're like oh no why did i do that exactly <laughs> oh man well, yeah that was a bad experience you never know there might be the perfect vagina for his penis out there yeah 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 definitely because i think there is definitely like a genital for everyone's genitals definitely yeah exactly especially because there's a lot of women that do experience pain with with yeah, size or yeah. um they tense up or they worry about size mm. so it's yeah it's just trying to find the, the perfect fit yeah some women yeah. actually find all penetration painful yeah. so like for something like that it would actually be perfect the perfect situation because you'd never like 
I don't know, you'd never have any issues with each other. Yeah. Or yeah. oral would be your thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because you could just learn to experience sex in different ways because there are so many ways mm. to experience pleasure. Yeah. And it's not just penetration. For fuck's sake. We have a section at the end of our podcast where we get a question in from our listeners. Mm. Um, this week's is... How to teach a guy to go down on a girl? Hmm. Mm. How do you teach a guy? I would. Oh, that's a very interesting question. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's so many answers. Is there really a way that you can teach him? I mean, maybe if you have like a favorite clip from porn. I mean, I'm not saying that porn should be <laughs> our teachers, but you know, usually you have that one clip, you know, where somebody's given really good. Um, I would say head <laughs> and you well yeah so the person's given a really good head and if you have that one clip that you usually watch to like get you off and stuff yeah. you can show it to them yeah and just like be like hey like this is how you usually do it or you can just lay down together have him lick there and then tell him you know yeah, what to go up and down or... what feels good because everyone's different for yeah. me personally i prefer it when a guy is licking rather than sucking yeah and you know so same. yeah exactly so you could just you know just guide him through it and let him know how you like it you know yeah. whether you like your actual vagina to be touched in the process yeah or, don't be worried to yeah. say something yeah. during the process exactly and yeah. it's, if it's his first time like just kind of you know slowly just you know just let him do his thing but yeah because you kind of need to explore by yourself sometimes exactly like, you you can read people's body languages mm. language languages your body language <laughs> to see what is feeling pleasurable for the other person yeah we're actually going to be making a porn film for erica lust about how to go down on women yeah oh, really we're gonna try yeah. and make it realistic as well because as much as, as we've all been taught by porn, it is still a fantasy. I mean, you'll probably watch porn and get off on a situation because you relate it to yourself and you think mm. that guy's licking it in a way that I would like. So in, for that example, it would teach somebody. But for most of the time, it is a performance and mm. we don't actually know if, if they're finding it pleasurable. So hopefully we can yeah. Yeah, put in a little yeah. bit of reality in there because porn as... It's just like, you know, it's like Hollywood. It's the movies. Mm. It's it's all glorified, except we don't want to accept yeah. that because it, it doesn't get be, us off. It needs to be real sex. Yeah. So that would be so good. So you guys will make a video on how to how eat, to give oral eat sex. Someone out, yeah, yeah, eat someone out. And then, you know, people can basically use that as a, as yes. a guide. And yeah, get so off at the same time. they can just show yeah. their, their boyfriends yeah. the video. Be like, this is how you eat me out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody is different. And I do think it is an exploration together because when you're with a new person, they they might think they know how to do it and you might think you know how you like it. But mm. because you're two different people coming together, it's, it's finding out how that person's tongue works on your clit and what are the best spots for you. Yeah, it's almost like you have to learn 
again for the yes. first time with every single partner that you have and definitely you should definitely treat it that way never yeah. go into sex thinking you know everything yeah, that you're, yeah. you're a pro that's the best part is finding out what you yeah. and your partner enjoy and how yeah. you like it yeah. and especially because you find out new stuff you find out different ways to come yeah. and different positions and, and different moves like you, yeah. oh just it's so yeah. exciting it's the best part yeah, exactly yeah. and knowing how your clit works as well because yes. some of us have, have really sensitive clits and um, clits and some of us have really it takes a long time yeah. for women mm-hmm. to come like mine is like super sensitive that's why it doesn't really need like figorious if it's like really i've had some guys that have been rubbing so yeah. hard yeah and it's just painful <laughs> it goes numb. Yeah. yeah it's just it goes it goes yeah. it's really really painful and i've realized that even just even just a light touch even on my knickers like oh yeah, yeah. even that alone will just set me off so everyone's clear is really different and you have to really know like how sensitive you are Fucking hell. All right, Florence, give us our listeners a sex story. Okay, so this week's is, I was 17 when I finally gave it up to a guy I'd been with for about a year. He was much more experienced than I was, so I let him take the wheel. We started having sex and I was on the bottom. And I think because of the combination of the small amount of alcohol, nerves and pain, more severely uncomfortable i threw up all over both of us shit in our friend's bed we roll we both rolled out of the bed and when he turned on the light i was squatting on the floor you would think that's about as bad as it can get right no he popped my cherry and a literal niagara falls flow of blood was gushing out of me there was puke and blood everywhere in the bed and all over the floor one more minor detail all our friends were right outside the room watching a movie let's just say that was one tricky cleanup we dated for two years after that so not all bad yeah that's that's (laughs) that's cute he looks busted (laughs) that's a really really unfortunate i know that's experience with somebody the blood and the vomit yeah i mean i've definitely puked up on a dick before it happens like it's a have you like fully luckily i caught it in my mouth i like i it was McDonald's chips. That's all I remember. Ooh, yeah. ew, 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 ew. But I have heard a lot of a lot of like projectile vomit stories. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that part of your stomach, isn't it? That like your dick's hitting sometimes. So like, if you are feeling pain, or if you've eaten something, your stomach's not right. You're gonna throw up. Yeah, or blowjobs. Even you're gagging oh. and yeah. you're, you're hovering over them. And yeah. you've just eaten or you know yeah drunk loads of alcohol what a first time though i know what? oh my god that is vomit and blood <laughs> yeah and not not everyone does bleed on their first time yeah and some people get a little bit of blood that's the first time i've heard someone saying that they were gushing yeah with a blood. lot of yeah, blood yeah. i mean it's it's very possible because everyone's hymens have a different thickness so it yeah. does depend on how thick your hymen is with how much blood you get yeah maybe you could have broken it ages yeah. ago way yeah before you had sex yeah, yeah that absolutely happens as well mm. yeah mine i lost mine to a canoe oh <laughs> <laughs> i think it is time for us to fuck off thank you so much for coming on the podcast My and thank pleasure. you so much for sharing your stories it really means a lot to hear those things and i know it's going to be so useful for other listeners out there yeah yes. thank you please tell us how our listeners can find you okay so you can find me on instagram it's 
underscore underscore and then Rukaya R-U-K-I-A-T that's it or you could just search um, Rukaya and it'll come up yeah and is that how they find your um, literature yes 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 I write like I treat my Instagram like a blog and everything and apart from that if people want to connect with me or they want to do some events and stuff like that they can just hit me up on there amazing what sort of publications do you write for oh well I've written for mainly like lap the brand femzine just little small like zines and stuff like that yeah. and mainly for some reason in the past couple of months it's just mainly been events like speaking yeah. at events oh and, cool that's so yeah, good mm. yeah just different different things to just kind of like get the awareness out there and yeah. just break that stigma amazing wonderful yeah, yeah thank you for opening up about your sdi status as well that's really that's really okay. helpful yeah, yeah. amazing yeah. everyone should be more honest about their sdi status yeah i mean there's nothing to be shamed about i think we have this belief that there is so i'm just trying to you know just get rid of that belief it yeah. really is it's 2019 and so many people are, are contracting stis mm. and I feel as if the government has been using scare tactics for a long time to, oh, yeah. to get people into the clinics and stuff and it's not working. You know, no. times are changing now. You've just got to educate people in a way where mm-hmm. they feel comfortable enough yeah. to go and do it and to disclose and to share their own experiences with their peers. So Definitely. Amazing. Such a great topic. Yeah. Well, everyone, can you please remember to subscribe? If you loved our podcast, leave us a review, give us a rating. This is the beggy bit. <laughs> please, <laughs> please love us. Oh, we're nothing without you. We are nothing without you. You bring us joy. <laughs> oh, I beg, man. I'm on my hands and knees. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see. I always say this. I'm like, I'll see you next week. Yes. No, you will hear us next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Much, Bye. much love. Bye.